0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Ball Podcast. I'm joined here again by Wayne Diesel.
1: What's going on? What's going on?
0: So, last night, NBA draft. I'm super excited. I thought the Knicks did tremendous. Of course, me and Wayne are both huge Knicks fans. Yes. Uh, my other team, the Denver Nuggets, also did great at the expense of my Knicks, unfortunately. However, we did amazing, and uh, I appeared on Wayne's podcast earlier today to talk about it, and now he's appearing on online to talk about it. So, I gave my spiel on your podcast. I'm going to go through it really quickly so I can give you the opportunity to to uh, to expand a little bit upon it. However, not however, <laughs> uh, <laughs> last night was very 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 exciting. Uh, I said that it was it was sad. It was an emotional roller coaster. It was sad at times when I saw guys like Mamelo Ball get picked up by other teams. However, Obi Top and falling to a to eight was something that I never envisioned happening. Uh, won the Wooden, the John Wooden Award, most outstanding player in college basketball last year. Obi Toppin is an absolute force, 20 points a game, seven rebounds, 39% from three. Uh, box office, highlight reel dunker. He's a 94-foot player. Like He is just everything that we need in the garden. He's everything that we missed out on in Zion last year, which is something that I'm not hearing talked about nearly enough. I brought it up in your podcast earlier. I don't really see, aside from the age. Yes, he's 22 years old. I really don't see the difference between him and Zion. He doesn't yeah. have a weight problem. He's a better three-point shooter. How he can't play defense as well. Okay, two of those things are positives over Zion. But that's just me. I might be crazy. Whatever. And I Lomo think I think
1: in, Zion's more of a rim protector more so than he is like a defender. Right, yeah, that makes not, yeah. not a
0: great perimeter defender. Of course, he yeah. can't really move that well. But and Toppin's a freak athlete just like Zion, but he's better laterally. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, I love Emmanuel quickly at 25. I had a little uh, tough time coming to terms with the fact that we passed up on RJ Hampton uh, (laughs) and then, and then moved back. And then the pick, we moved back two spots. And then the pick right after the spot that we traded, RJ Hampton was picked and then traded to Denver, who I said, where I said he was going to end up in the first place. I like Emmanuel quickly. We needed a guard. He's a guard. He's a great defender like Frank. Uh, Maybe not as good as Frank, but he's a great defender, and he's a dead-eye sharpshooter, 43% from three last year, averaging 16 points a game at Kentucky. Kenny Payne must have – he just couldn't pass up on his guy. And then the big news this morning, we get – I hear we signed um, Miles Powell, The standout guard from Seton Hall, amazing player. Watched him tear up my Spartans earlier on in the year last year. The guy is a phenomenal player, and we just happened to pick him up. I think he's going to be a great G League addition, and hopefully he can be something in the future. And then even bigger news after that, we get Alfred Payton out the door. Bobby (laughs) Portis out the door. (laughs) Taj Gibson out the door, but could possibly bring him back as a backup to Mitchell Robinson. Uh, the one that need Wayne to Ellison go is still there, the huh?
1: The one that need to go is still there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but we we couldn't we couldn't let the co- we couldn't cut the contract right out. Yeah, he's a tra- he's a tradable asset. No matter what the what the tradable <laughs> asset could be worth, we don't know, but he is still a tradable asset. These other guys were cap hits, and I heard that we cleared over $40 million in cap space from these moves this morning. Uh-huh. Cutting these guys, Wooten and Dotson, I wish they could have stayed, but, you know, they weren't carrying us to a championship regardless, so it is what it is. So the players that we got yesterday, Toppin, uh, Quickly, and Powell this morning, love all three of them, uh, trading for that second-round pick in 2023, underrated move. At first I was saying, what the hell are we doing? Trading a second round pick, who averaged twenty eleven and two and a half blocks a game, which only player in the NCAA to do it this year at Minnesota. Uh, what were we doing? Turns out we traded for a second round pick in twenty twenty three. The twenty twenty three draft class just happens to be the first year where high school players can come out at the age of eighteen,
1: and also Maybe it's that's basically a, a double draft. That's a that that was Detroit's pick. That was I, I, I get mixed up with all them picks like that. And that's right, and right. and I am willing to bet that. Detroit won't be no better now than what they are will be in 2023. So I think that yep. pick will get better as like time it. goes on. I think that's gonna be yeah. you go. I'm gonna call it a, a crockpot pick. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes you guys said that Mary they let it bubble a little bit, let it sizzle, you know what I mean? So right, I think that pick gonna be end up being better now then than what it is now. Yeah, and maybe maybe the team maybe
0: our team takes some significant leaps. Maybe we can trade those Dallas picks <laughs> and move up, potentially get a higher first round pick in 2023. If we keep trading back assets and, and acquiring, maybe we can make a splash in 2023. Uh, I am a very happy Knicks fan this morning. I'm a very happy Denver fan as well. Uh, RJ Hampton, I thought he was the best player at the position uh, for where they drafted. And uh, uh, Marcus Howard is a tremendous player. 27 points a game from Marquette, led the NCAA in scoring. A little undersized, but great player. I'm a very happy Knicks fan this morning. I'd like to hear your thoughts on last night's draft.
1: Man, I, uh, <laughs> I guess we're just going to do a, a role reversal. So you, you went through your roller coaster on, on my podcast, so I go through mine's a little bit on, yeah. on yours. So I was actually watching it with uh, some friends of mine, my neighbors actually, and uh, they, they invited me over there to watch. I'm like, okay, cool, why not? So – I'm like, man, we ain't finna get nobody. Now that eight, we finna move up in the draft or move out. You know, that's what I've been saying the whole time. Okay, cool. So the draft go, you know, it's going, Anthony Edwards go. And I'm not even looking at my phone. I'm seeing This vibrate. I'm like, nope, I'm not looking at nothing. Nothing till nothing happens. So, all right, Anthony Edwards go, okay, cool, fine. We expected that. You know, James Wiseman, great, fine, fantastic. I'm like, yeah, but. I mean, and they showing Obi on the couch. I'm like, dang, he already in New York. You show be nice if we have him, but I'm like, no, nah, we ain't gonna get him. Mind you, the guy I'm talking to, hanging out with, is a Cavs fan. That's that'll be important for later on. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm like, All right, cool. I'm like, yeah, well, y'all probably yeah, y'all finna go on and get Obi. I mean, Dayton right there. That's right there in y'all backyard. Y'all finna get him. That's I mean, he ain't going past five, but I think he, at the time, I'm thinking he's going to Chicago. All right. So sure enough, the big three are gone, and now Chicago's on the clock. They get Patrick. I said, I said, I said, oh hell. I said, I said, wait a minute. I thought my eyes was, you know, I thought my eyes was deceiving me. I'm like, oh hell, okay. All right, cool. So Cleveland on the clock, and I'm sitting there looking. And then he he's, you know, he he, he like, man, we probably finna get Isaac Coro. I'm like, man, stop. Y'all drunk. Y'all ain't finna get no Isaac Coro. And and I'd be damned if, if Adam Silver ain't come through talking about some Isaac Coro. I said, oh <laughs> by then I didn't fail. Out the chair. I'm 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 hysterical because I'm laughing and he didn't call the pick and I'm laughing because I see Obi going down the, the pipeline. So I see it coming. I said, oh, Sucky, Sucky now. We cooking with fish grease now. But then I'm looking at who coming. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? They, I'm like Detroit, the only one. But Detroit don't really need him because they got Blake Griffin. So sure enough, Obi's right there and I laugh at number eight. And then I get the thing and I said, oh, hell. We are talking about the Knicks. Oh, we gonna go left because you know they was talking about. They kept showing that little dingy, uh, the dingy, uh, the Israel dude too. So yeah. I was like, uh, I said, oh shoot, this ain't gonna be good for nobody involved. I'm about to cry. So, sure enough, we get open. Every caught the Holy Ghost instantly, instantly. So that that was the heights of mine. And then by the second round, I was, I was, I was late first round. I'm like, that'd be cool. And now I was kind of hoping. I was getting greedy. I was kind of hoping we Cole Anthony would fall because I seen him kind of dropping. But, yeah, me too. So I'm like, well, we're getting close. We're getting close. But you know, he ended up going to Orlando. I think that's a good fit. So I like that. But that was me. And then Emmanuel quickly. I didn't I, – I liked it. I liked that pick. And then the thing with uh, the Leandro trade, I, I'll be honest, I'd never heard of him. Then I found out that he's actually <laughs> – He's actually, he's, you know, Argentinian teams and them, them overseas teams like really good. So he's like really good, but he's not even, uh, he won't even be around like four years from now because he just signed a contract for that t- team overseas. So I was, uh-huh. I was fine with it. And then we end up, you know, getting rid of him. And sure enough, I see we, you know, about as quick as we got him, I found out we getting Emmanuel quickly. So I'd seen him a little bit because, you know, I'm that you know, Kentucky area code. So, you know, every, you know. But I liked it, man. I just I, the happiest I've been for a trade since I mean, for a draft since the last year. Because before that, we either A, didn't have picks or B, you know, getting some bull job that we had no business getting. Right.
0: We had Porzingis in 15. We didn't have a pick in 16. 17 was Nilakina, yep. 18 Knox. And then finally, things turned around for But the past two years, we've really not been angry with, uh, with uh, the draft, it's been more the lottery. And even though we, we keep coming away with good draft picks, we keep getting fucked in the lottery. When we should have had the first pick last year, we get the third. Mm-hmm. And we missed out on two transcendent players like Zion and Ja. I love RJ, but thus far, he hasn't been Zion or Ja. And, um, and now this year, should have gotten probably top five. At but, least. You know We ended yeah. up getting the guy that we wanted anyway. Chances are we weren't going to get into the top three.
1: Yeah, so unless we got have the work. only
0: guy out of the top three that I would have loved. And turns out we got him at eight. So that's awesome. And also props to uh, Leon Rose for everything that he's done so far in terms of getting rid of the, the, the swamp in New York. As far as those players are concerned, the ones that were cut this morning, signing yep. the best or the second best undrafted free agent, in my opinion somebody who should have been drafted last night. Uh, and also, the dra- obviously, the, uh, taking Obi Toppin and then turning the 27th pick or turning the, the 25th pick or the 27th pick, I can't remember, into the 23rd and turning the 38 into the 33 without giving up any other assets. Props to him. He, I thought he finessed this draft completely. I was thinking to myself, "What are you doing? Not not trading up the ball." Top ended up falling falling to us. I thought, "What are you doing? uh, uh what What are you doing to trading the second round pick?" Turns out it's for twenty twenty three. I said, "What are you doing? Trapped this guy Leandro
1: Ball, Bell that, Burrow, something like Ball Burrow, yeah, something like that."
0: Yeah, it turns out he's not with us, and we got Emmanuel quickly, who I got to see play in person, and he played tremendously. One, th- one funny thing that came into my mind. By the time it was our pick, we had our pick of Avdija, Halliburton, and Toppin. And I'm thinking to myself, we're going to pick Halliburton because he's the last guy I want. Uh, I, re- I really wanted Toppin, but I wouldn't have been mad with Avdija, but here's the thing. Being in New York, I don't want to get political or anything, but we have a big Jewish community, mm. and we have a big Arab community. Mm. <laughs> mm. And, and Denny Avdija... Would probably be the most polarizing player that New York, that the New York Knicks could have possibly picked.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna elaborate any further, but I think you know what I'm talking. I, I
1: about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I hear you knocking. I, I hear you knocking. But I, 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 uh, I I'd been, I've been, I ain't gonna lie. I'd been sick if we had did that. I, I, I would have. I, I, at that pick, Obi, you gotta, you you gotta get him. You you have to, cause I I thought he was going like yesterday morning. I thought he was going to Chicago at the worst, the Cavs. You know right. what I mean? At the worst, I was just getting ready for. Well, you know, I thought I actually made a bet. I actually lost a bet last night that I made months ago. That, you know, I made a bet with a, a friend of mine. Like we the move, we moving up in the draft, and I bet him like you know a shirt bet. So I I paid the bet, you know, cause we drafted at eight. He thought we was gonna draft at eight. I thought we was moving up or out. You know, obviously we drafted at eight, so I, I lost. But I was happy to pay it because I I didn't know we was getting Obi. I I'm 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 happy about that rookie of the year. I, it's you know what I, I I the first thing that came to mind was Larry Johnson. I'm like man, we about to have somebody pulling the rim off in the garden. We finally because yeah. we hadn't had a player like that. And people say Amari, but we really didn't he have. He wasn't like that
0: with us though. That's the thing. right. Yeah. That's the thing.
1: You know what I mean? We haven't had no, nobody that's just pulled, you know, just up there, you know, just cramming your know, Skywalkers, you know, somebody that's up there just, you know, a high flyer. We really hadn't had that in a while. I mean, the yeah. last one we had was what, Nate Robinson? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I, I love it. All, all the I other was, ones
0: were big guys like Kenyon or Tyson Chandler, you know, like right. Amari too. But again, all of them out of their prime pretty much by the time they were with us.
1: I'm just uh, glad we didn't get a guard because I think they yeah. say it's a guard league, but it's just I think because it's a guard league, they're everywhere. So I just, unless we was getting Lamelo, I really wasn't interested in nothing else. Maybe yeah. Cole Anthony, I probably would have bought into, but uh, you know, I would. I'm with you. I, I really didn't want no part of Halliburton either. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't
0: love. I didn't love what he brought to the table. I think he's a great player. I think he'll be a great player, but he's not. His his shooting form is broken, and that's something that I really just couldn't get past. If you ever seen him shoot, I mean, it's really not pretty. I think that uh, the Kings got a steal there at 12, but he's just not the player that I wanted. So really quick, I want to get into like some of my sleepers, and you can maybe talk about some of yours. Uh, I'm just going to run through it quickly because I talked extensively about this on your podcast. Uh, three sleepers, three guys to keep in mind. They're going to play amazing. That we've that either were undrafted or at the bottom of the second round. Cassius Winston, uh, Michigan State point guard, averaged 18 and six, all time Big Ten assist leader. Uh, It was all uh, all NCAA two years in a row and one time his first team. And he won Big Ten player of the year last year, took the team to the final four the year before, and they were going to be a one seed, probably primed uh, for the for the national championship game this year, if it wasn't cut short, watch out for him and watch out for Marcus Howard and RJ Hampton. Both of them on the Denver Nuggets, by the way, Yeah, those three players, watch out for those guys. You got anybody that like, I probably I, shouldn't have fell that you were looking at
1: one. I mean, two fails. Like so I really got two sleepers, one Cole Anthony. I think, I think he could have. I think he could have been a top five player, top five. Top, I think he's by every bit where the Lamelo is. I believe Cole's right there. It's just he was hurt and he was with a bad team. I think, given the right situation, I think he's going to be good in Orlando. I think he's going to really do some good situations. I think I like Cole, Cole Anthony a lot. I actually wouldn't have mind him with the Knicks, honestly, if Not we had drafted him. Yeah, but, but so I was, I was big on City him. Boy. But the other one, the the other one, who I think is going to be really good that I don't see many people talking about. I think Trey Jones going to the Spurs completely. So it's, agree. It's, I think that's going to be a big one for that yeah. system, for how he plays with that right. coach and the rest of the team. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Little That small. feels like a Roy Hachimura on a, the Washington Wizards type of move.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause you know,
1: where you go matters. You know what I mean?
0: Of course. Yeah. He's a little small. He's about six feet tall. Uh, right. He's a great shooter, amazing facilitator, and is a lockdown defender. Uh, I said that right. Cassius Winston reminded me a lot of Chris Paul. Trey Jones does, maybe even a little bit more because of his defensive ability. And I don't think he's. I as know he a shooter as Cassius, but he is a he is a phenomenal player.
1: And when he went out, when he was hurting Duke, when you know with the with with uh, R.J. and Cam Reddingtons out, all them when when Trey was out, they did not look the same.
0: They struggled. And, yeah. They did
1: not look the same. And when Trey went back, I know I obviously Zion was the guy, but they did not look like the same team when Trey was out. Yeah. And when they came back, it was like, okay, now they got something. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Trey is is fell way further than what I thought he would have. I'm not saying he was like a lottery pick or nothing, but I thought he'd be gone sooner than what he was him and uh Cassius.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Trey, I watched Trey Jones play a lot of Duke. I mean, obviously if you're on Duke, you're you're going to get a lot of uh you're gonna get a lot of time, but I, I can't stress this enough. Last night being a complete emotional roller coaster, <laughs> I put together that video of uh, yeah. of all my uh Nick's reactions to the draft and to the lottery over the past few years. And it was all sad, and I wish I had more Porzingis reaction, but it was all sad until last year when we got RJ Barrett. Yeah, but it was a little bittersweet because of course we got fucked in the lottery once again. This year pissed off at the lottery again, but we ended up, unless we were going to get into the top three, which we already knew was unlikely, we got the best guy available outside of that top three. And yeah. arguably, not, I don't want to say arguably, but probably could surpass at least one of those three throughout the course of his career. He's favored for Rookie of the Year right now, according to Vegas. Yep. He's favored for the Rookie of the Year in my mind. I can't really think of anybody else who has the potential to move past him. In that uh, in that category, at least before the season starts, before we see any of these guys play, Lamelo Ball brings instant star potential, but he's going to a team, as you mentioned earlier on your podcast, is with Devonte Graham and Terry Rozier. They have point guard. They have guards already.
1: Yeah, uh, I just don't know how that worked all together. If they weren't there, then you know, great. But I just don't see how that all fits together.
0: Yeah, and as long as we get rid of Julius Randall, Toppin's pretty much got that position locked up for himself. Right. So we got Frank, we got Knox, we got Barrett, we got Toppin, and we got Mitch. That's and all about, of them play off the ball. And that, they right all there. play
1: different. Right, exactly. It, so I love that. I, I I like this team moving forward. It's not I like it. And there's no bad contracts. I mean, you know how I feel about Julius, but that's still not a bad contract because it's like the last year. So any scenario, you know, he won't be around long-term anyway. So. Right. I I'm of the mind, and I think that might make them easier to move because it's not like a long term deal, and it's and it's an expiring deal after this year. So I think I think that makes them easier to move. Well, we we got to, we 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 got to, and I, everybody's talking about the age, but I I like the age personally. I I'm, not, I'm I've never really been a one and done guy because I mean you asking like a 19, 18 year old person to come save today, that's not realistic. And you think of any. Regardless of who your top five players are all time, or we'll even say top 10, regardless of what the order is, none of them are one and done unless you, unless you one of them ones that take Moses Malone. Okay. He came out of high school. But besides that, you know what I mean? I, well, and Kobe. Okay. But even Kobe didn't get it till like later on. Yeah. And you know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's it's hard to get it. I mean, Jordan went three years, you know, Larry Bird, Magic, all these people went two, you know, what wasn't really no one and done, not like that. So I I like the age and you know you can grow you can get older you know we yeah and chances are he he wouldn't have been the same guy if we got him so I and most of these prime players most of them you don't hit to what twenty seven twenty eight anyway and you look at the championship teams regardless of you know who won it you know it's they really ain't winning winning until they late twenties early thirties anyway look at the Lakers they had the oldest team in the league and and they just sat there and won it yeah you know what I mean and the the Clippers they was a the favorite they're older, you know, uh, they, so we were, I, we were a I, two three seed in the East and we were the oldest team in the league.
0: Remember <laughs> Kurt Thomas right. and Kenyon Martin and Jason Kidd, And
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with Dallas. And look at that Boston team, you know, oh eight team. I mean, they was early thirties, but they was getting up there. So I, I think it just, you're not going to win with a team, you know, full of 18 year olds. I get it. You know, you can have some, I'm not saying everybody needs to be, you know, filing for social security, but you know, you <laughs> want somebody, you want you want you want some feeble legs out there, but you got to have some some experience too. So the twenty two thing don't bother me. Same thing with quick. You know what I mean? He what twenty? So that's I like that more than I do one and done. I yeah, really I, do. And I was saying before, I don't think that uh, I don't think that Toppin
0: and Barrett are in the position where we can be having the conversation about them in two years that we're having about Knox and Illykina right now. They we need won't to, be. They need to be it. They unfortunately, Knox and Ilakina screwed the pooch for them because now they're they're sitting here like they they have to be good out the gate because we can't have any more draft busts or potential draft busts anymore like we did in Knox and Nilekina. Uh I don't love what Knox brings to the table right now, but I think he still has potential. Uh, like I said earlier, though, I wouldn't hit a Russell Westbrook trade right now as long as we don't <laughs> have to give up. These seven things now: Toppin, Barrett, Mitch, Knox, Nillikina, uh, Maxie. I'm not Maxi. Uh, quickly, and Quigley. one of our one of our or Dallas's picks. So you wouldn't really give up Kevin Knox Mr. for West but we're the only ones that want Westbrook, and Westbrook wants out. So I don't understand where their leverage comes from.
1: But see, here's the thing: we we got quickly. <laughs> We got this cap space, and then we got the Seton Hall guard. Do we really want Westbrook? Do we? Are you sure we want it? Well, the and Seton, then we got again we Seton got a Smith guy, Jr.
0: The Seton Hall guy is going to be a G League player, and Maxi's listed as shooting guard, and he really is more of a shooting guard, more of yeah. a three and D type player. You're um, right. And Nilakina, thus far, hasn't shown that. Uh, he's shown some facilitating ability, but he hasn't shown the ability to score at will, really, yeah. and. That's something that we're missing. When did I become the the, the Westbrook advocate? Now,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I I like Russ and and Russ look, look and Russ I trust and Russ I trust and I'm still all aboard for. But I've just seen this outside of a uh, Obi, we've been getting a lot of it's been a lot of guard traffic that I've been looking. So I'm like, do we really do we really want him? I mean, and we still got Dennis. I didn't see Dennis on that chopping block. He's still there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I mean, I'm like, do we really want Westbrook? I mean, I like him, and I'm not going to cry about it as long as, like you said, we don't give up none of our, you know, pieces. And I don't think we're going to do that. Because if we was, I think we'd already have Russ. Right. If we was going to trade for Obi or something like that, I mean, I don't, you, you, you can't do that. And they know they can't do that. Right. So, and that's a big reason why. Now, if this was Scott Perry or, or somebody doing that or Isaiah Thomas or Phil Jackson, we would have had Westbrook days ago. Days ago. Yeah. And we're on and the right be- track right now
0: because of Leon Rose. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm not saying that we should go out and, and give up a bunch of players for Westbrook. But if they're like, listen, we need to get rid of this guy. And you're the only team that showed any interest. So we'll take Randall and Dennis
1: Smith Jr. 100% on board with it. Yeah. That's cool. That I'm, I'm with that. That's, that's fine. I, I can live with that. And like I said, it's, I think it's time because you can't bring Russ into training camp. Not after you. I don't think you can bring any guy that's already said they want out in the training camp. I don't think you can do that. Not, not, not him. If it's some role player, or some you know, somebody sitting at the end of the bench, you know, filling Gatorade bottles. Yeah, okay, fine. You can just cut them. But you can't, you can't cut Russ because of the contract. And I don't know if you can bring him in. Right. I, I don't know if you can do it yeah. unless you're telling me you're gonna trade hard and keep Russ. Then maybe. But even then, I don't. So I still don't – once you say it's out, there is no – there's no coming back from that. Yeah. There, I don't think there's you no know, coming back from that. You can't so they you gotta gotta be the do leader it. of a team if the team knows that you don't want to be there. Right. So, it's, it's you got you got to bring them. So, I don't know what they're asking for. I would love to know what they're asking for. I'm sure Houston eating more humble pie as the days go on. And who knows? We might be <laughs> – Shoot, we might just we might be able to get Westbrook for a heel of beans and some Burger King coupons. I don't know the way it's going. Cash consider because we don't really need it. (laughs) You know, you know, yeah, cash consider I'm sure that's probably it. It 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 may be like that, really. Because if we all right, look, say December twenty second happens and we roll with this roster as is with no Westbrook. Are you good with the Knicks? Yes.
0: And Uh, I am too. uh, With the exception of Julius Randle.
1: Well, OK, but even if we had Julius, let's say we pick up because, you know, we got so we, we got to do something with the money and we just cut like what piece of our roster. So by, by we got to have fill out a roster. So say we pick up Melo and somebody else and Fred Van Blee. Are you, are you good with that?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, so I mean, it'd be nice to have him and I'd rather have Russ than not. But I'm not going to overpay for him. I'm not going to give you Obi for him. I'm damn sure not giving up RJ or Mitch for him i'm not not for westbrook i would have gave up mitchell for the number two pick i absolutely would have done that yeah but, but I'm, ha- I'm not i'm doing happy that.
0: now in retrospect that we didn't
1: right right yeah because at the time we didn't know obi was following the the eight. and now yeah. now that i'm thinking about it maybe i'm just saying it because of what happened but bet- if you ask me to pick between Lamelo or obi i feel like i pick obi now that may be hindsight i may just be drinking kool-aid now <laughs> but i <laughs> I don't know which one I picked, but I love it. I love it. And I'm looking at where LaMelo went and I don't think it's a good fit. I I really don't know. Yeah. I feel like if there was a team to get Obi, it should have been Charlotte. Yeah. It should have been them. But I knew they was getting Obie because they, they had been too loud about LaMelo. Right. I knew they was I knew they was getting LaMelo. I thought they should have gone.
0: <laughs> I thought maybe it would have been better for them to trade to swap picks with the Warriors and then take Wiseman because they really need a center, but the Warriors need Wiseman as well. Uh so maybe Maybe they, take, maybe they switch with the Warriors, take Wiseman, and then we could have switched with the Warriors and then gave them Mitch and then drafted Mellow. But either way, we got top in. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm not complaining. So last thing before we go, what is your expectation for the Knicks this year? And what is your expectation for the Knicks in five years? Me personally, I think that this year, our ceiling is the, is the eighth seed in the East. I said this earlier. I think we're the eighth seed in the East at best. I think this year is a year where we figure out what Knox is, what Nellikina is, and we figure out what Barrett, Toppin, and Mitch are going into the future. That's what I think we are this year. I think that if everything goes well, maybe we sign some free agents here, we dump Randall, and we uh, maybe get some assets in return for that, maybe some draft picks, what have you. Maybe we can get to the eighth pick. In five years, I mean, maybe we can get to the eighth seed. In five years, I think that we're going to have no problem holding on to Barrett, Toppin, uh, Robinson, Quick. I don't, I don't see these guys going anywhere. But then again, Frank Nilekina is the only player from the 2018 roster that's still on the team. So we didn't think that then. Hopefully, we're, I, but I see us moving in the right direction. Uh, these guys look like they want to be here, especially Toppin, being from New York. I, uh, I'm really happy about the direction the franchise is going. And what, what is, where do you think we'll be in the, uh, this year and five years from now?
1: Watch what I do. Watch what I do. So the se- this year right here, yeah, I ain't, ain't gonna lie to you, cause I got us going to the second round of the playoffs, <laughs> in the seven season. I like it. I'm not sure because how look, realistic what, it is, what but did I like it. look. Look, look what Tib said. He wants win now. Look what Wade did. Got rid of trash. Look who associated with names with the Knicks. Fred Van Vliet, an NBA champion, and he can run a team. Look who else associated with him. Leon Rose, because you know, Leon Rose and Melo, because he, you know, they got they tight. They boys like that. And Melo always wanted to retire in New York. Phil Jackson's the only reason why he left. Westbrook. These are all, all-star players. Teams that's been known for being in the playoffs. And look what you're putting with you putting with people that can play off the ball. Obi great, off the ball. Quick, great, off the ball. Mitch, off the ball. All of them are good, off the ball. Even Melo learned to play a little better without the ball, assuming we get him. And you bring in somebody like Westbrook or Van Fleet, because I think we're going to get either one. How If we got Westbrook, I have no idea how that happens. But say if we get him, he can work with it well. We get uh, Van Fleet, he can work with it well. And now somewhere we went looking with $40 million, we didn't develop some depth. So I absolutely see us going to the second round of the playoffs this year because $40 million, you didn't do that for no reason. You didn't just cut that for no reason. They trying to do something. Friday, I'm trying to tell you it's, it's about to be some boot scooting going on this weekend. I'm trying to tell you. It's look, because this ain't this ain't the same ineptitude Knicks team where we just sitting there giving out bad contracts. Look at the look at what's been going on. At first we were signing bad contracts. Now we're creating space. We're doing it. And now look. Everybody talking about, look what's going on across the street. Everybody talking about Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn, the team of New York. Brooklyn this. Kevin Durant, NBA founder. they finna do it. That's the team of New York. You think they're just going to sit well with that at the Garden? Hell no. So you mean to tell me we're going to sit here and, and just pray for lottery balls and we get screwed every year while they sitting there in prosperity in the playoffs? Ain't no way in hell we going for that. The Garden is not going for that. Tibbs ain't going for that. Knicks fans ain't going for that. Nobody here is going for that. And we got $40 million in cap. And if you bring somebody like Russ in, and Russ I trust, you know what I mean, with that competitive attitude, or Van Fleet, somebody that's used to winning because the Raptors have been good for a while, quiet as kept. You bring somebody in like that with the young pieces, and then RJ coming from Duke, you know, well coach, used to winning. And, you know, Obi was doing good. He's been doing – ain't nobody here talking about tanking. All the tankers are out the last of the remaining is Frank Laquina And we're going to change. And even he was winning in France. Look at all the winners. So he didn't start losing till he got around Phil Jackson. We get all the ineptitude is gone. Scott Perry gone. Steve, Mit. Well, was one of my, either way, one of them, they, they, they both might be gone. Actually, no, no, actually, I think, I think that. that's still there. Or Scott Perry. Yeah. Still there. I can't remember. Right. gone. We, and look at, you know, Tim's history. So I, I like where this is going. I love where this is going. So it, Absolutely second round of the playoffs coming up this year. Five years? Either Western Conference, I mean Western, Eastern Conference Finals, or we coming off a of, fuck it. We coming off a of championship. Hell,
0: yeah. You got me really fired up, honestly. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, where is the lie? Where is the lie, George? No, you're right.
0: You're completely right. And I just want to say something about the Nets quickly. Fuck the Nets, number one, for, for <laughs> like, just bypassing. Everything that we've worked so hard to do, it's not going to fucking work. It's not going to work. Kyrie and KD is going to crash and burn. And there's no way that you can cop James Harden without giving up. You can't get James Harden with Karis LeVert, a top seven player with Karis LeVert as your number one asset to give up. Unless it's Karis LeVert and like five first round picks, there's no way they can get Harden without giving up Kyrie. KD right. and Harden is a different story. But Kyrie and KD and Harden is not going to happen. And Kyrie and KD is going to crash and burn on its own. Fuck the Nets. I, the, the, only, the only reason I like the Nets, there's one reason, is because no matter how good they are, their tickets will still be only a fourth of the price of the Knicks tickets. The only <laughs> Knicks games I see, aside from the ones that are graciously given to me by, by people who have a lot more money than I do are the ones where I go to see them at, uh, uh, at the Barclays Center because the tickets are ridiculously cheap. So that's the only reason I like the Nets. The Nets can go fuck themselves. The Knicks, this is our time. We're building. We're building the right way. KD is not the Nets player. Kyrie is not the Nets player. James Harden, even when he goes to the Nets, if he does, is not the Nets player. RJ Barrett is our player. Fred Neil Aquino is our player. Obi Toppin is our motherfucking player. These are our players. We drafted them. This is our team. We're building it correctly. Tom Thibodeau is now our coach. I'm, Leon Rose is our GM, who just seems to be doing amazing things by the minute. I'm so happy in the way that this, that this team is going, and I see great things in the future.
1: I, I, I do too, man. I I do I do too, and I, I feel good about it. So now I don't know if I'm just high on the hog, or if I'm speaking like a fan, but I feel, I don't know what it is. But I, you know me, like the show say, I just call it how I see it. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but that that that's how I feel today. That's how I felt yesterday. I just and all this is lining up to it. I got, you know, you don't do all these moves just to overpay for I mean, or DeAndre Jordan. And, and I look you if you don't learn from your past, you're doomed to repeat them. What look at the Knicks past compared to what we're doing now we're totally different now if you recall the knicks i mean the nets tried something like this a while ago you remember that team with darren williams and kevin garnett paul people they had oh, everybody yeah. in, Johnson. and it, you know traded up picks they you know they they gave up their picks for like what a, a decade it feel like yeah. just so they could be awful <laughs> you know what i mean i'm not saying this is that bad because i mean i think katie and all them are closer to their prime but I I just I just don't think it's gonna work. I just I've, I've always said that, you know. I, I just I don't think it's gonna work. I don't.
0: Yeah, and there's too much talent so around the league anyway. I don't see them. They're not better than the Lakers. They're not better than the Clippers. I don't think they're better than the Nuggets. I don't. I don't even think. I think that if it just so happened that they like, you know, if
1: if it were possible that they played the Phoenix Suns in a seven game series, I don't see them beating the Suns. I don't think I don't look. You talking about all these Western teams? I don't think Brooklyn's better than Philly or Boston right now. Yeah, that's that's a, definitely an
0: interesting argument. I'm definitely not better than Boston, in my opinion. Boston was amazing. Not better than the Heat, right? Especially.
1: So, because, like I said, like we, if it's one thing we learned last year, at least we got reminded of it. I mean, you can have all the talent, but you got to have some leadership too. And I'm not sure who the leader is. But yeah, I'm not sure if. If Brooklyn knows who the leader is.
0: Right. I mean, all—I all mean, we know who the best player
1: is, but being the best player and being the leader is two different right. things. All this is a bunch of melodramatic
0: guys there. That's it.
1: And Lord forbid they go on a, a losing streak or something and the media is asking what's going on. You know how they love to be in front of a camera getting scrutinized. <laughs> oh, yeah. So
0: that, that, That's going to be great. And I'm sure Steve Nash is going to have a great right. grip of what's going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna have no, gr- and they already talking about we don't need a head coach. So, yeah, we don't but,
0: need a head coach. So, I, me and KD. So can be the what? Coach what you got? To,
1: so it's just yeah. So it's, all these things, it's a whole lot of noise, and it's just if I if I'm a Brooklyn fan, if I was, I I don't feel good about it. I mean, I, it, I'm sure it'd be great on 2K. It's, it'd be great there, but you know, real world, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to see it first. I'm sure
0: they love their roster more on paper, but I don't think any Nets fan thinks that they are, you know what? I think they do, but I'm going to be so happy when it just never happens. I don't think any Nets fan likes their culture today or appreciates their culture today more than we appreciate ours today. And it may just be because of all the unfortunate circumstances that preceded today, (laughs) Uh, as far as the past decade is concerned, or the past two decades is concerned. But right now, Today, I feel better about the Knicks than I think the Nets feel about themselves. But they did, they did make a great trade yesterday, <clears throat> trading the 19th pick to the Clippers for Landry Shamit. I actually thought that was a pretty good move. But aside from that,
1: <laughs> and the the beauty of the whole thing is, say I know I know I know we got we feel good about New York and the Knicks. But say we go out there and lay a dud, and we in the lottery again next year. We're playing with house money, you know. what I mean, oh that like, well, that's the Knicks, they they gonna be bad anyway. Ain't nobody expecting nothing big, not for real. That's how I don't think no, I but sure everybody you. expecting what they talking. About. <laughs> well, yeah, me. I am sure. But you know, I, unless unless there's powers that be share my sentiments, then hey, but they don't expect look what they're talking about with Brooklyn, they talking about championships, they talking about NBA finals, they talking about winning the east. Ain't none of this stuff put you know tied to the Knicks so. I think we're playing. With, I like that we're playing with house money. We could surprise some people. And the, the Nets, you know, they're supposed to, you know, they're supposed to, you know, win the next championships, next two. Let them tell. Yeah. So one more thing before we go, I'm gonna say there's the last thing I said on yours and
0: the last thing I'm gonna say here. All right, watch the Knicks, what they did yesterday. Very happy Knicks fan. Uh, three players to watch out for: RJ Hampton, I uh, uh, Marcus Howard, and Cassius Winston. Those three, going to be amazing players. Shouldn't have fallen as far as they did. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Uh, Wayne is the absolutely host thanks for having of me the Calling It How I See It podcast. Uh, I am very appreciate appreciative of him coming on all the time, and I'd like to thank him for his time. I'll see you later. Definitely. Bye. Uh
1: huh.